Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the RFP Ultra Dads podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Ubaldini, joined by my partner and fellow Ultra Dad, Brian Shane, talking all things ultra. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by our sponsor, Time on the Trails, building you a customized journey and experience out on the trails throughout the state of Arizona and beyond. You can find Time on the Trails at www.tottaz.com. Again, www. .tottaz.com. Now sit back, grab a tasty beverage, and enjoy Brian and I as we progress further down the trails. Left foot, right foot. Hello everybody out there. This is uh, Michael Ubaldini and welcome to another episode of the RFP podcast. This is episode number 218. Another solo adventure for myself. My co-host Brian Shane is again on a trip back east driving a large rider U-Haul rental truck with a bunch of nonsense towing behind uh, for, their, for their gradual move back east. I did uh, I did speak with him about half an hour, hour ago, and he was just hitting Omaha, Nebraska with his co-pilot, Timber, their six-month-old black lab, and they're doing good. So they were just getting a pit stop with some gas and um, all things continue to move forward. I did text his wife, Cindy, and the kids. They're all headed down to uh, eventually get get back east as well for a spring break. So it's uh, good to know that everything's progressing forward with them on the move back. So, But uh, this week he is uh, he's off on solo and uh, did want to talk a little bit about an article that I read on all, all Pro Dad's website about uh, showing our weaknesses. But before we do that, we'll... We will toast Brian, uh, but since he's not here and he's, of course, not drinking uh, on his trip back east, at least I don't think he is, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go non-alcoholic. So I'm going to share with you guys the Athletic Brewing Company's Free Wave Hazy IPA. It is a non-alcoholic brew. Actually, they have some pretty good stuff there. They, It's all non-alcoholic, everything they brew. They, uh, I think they were in... Uh, incorporated in 2017, 2% of every every dollar sold on uh, or every dollar um, uh, sold, I guess I should say, uh, goes back to improving the trails over in San Diego, California. So I think it's really good. So um, trying this out today, I did get another non-alcoholic IPA, and I won't share the name of it because it was it was quite terrible. But the Athletic Brewing also, uh, they put out uh, a couple good ones. I think Brian had a few a couple weeks back and, and raged, raised, raved about them too. So to Brian and Timber going back east and Cindy and the kiddos, safe travels. Uh, cheers, folks. Uh, so thanks for joining us. A shout out to our sponsor, Time on the Trails, for, for all the support uh, and, and what they do for us. And I um, wanted to thank everybody for joining us again. So today... Like I said, I was I was reading this article last week, or maybe even earlier this week, about uh, about how how we as a community share uh, should share or show our weaknesses. And this one specifically was a around you know the three weaknesses your kids should embrace. Um, and I'll share I'll share this in the meeting notes to share the link in the meeting notes. But it got me thinking about um, just weaknesses that that we should embrace as, as a culture, as a community. Um, and there's, there's three that they listed and we'll, we'll kind of boil them down failure, grief, and uncertainty. And, 
um, it, it's, I guess, sharing your weaknesses. I, I've, <clears throat> this is <clears throat> interesting coming on the tales of a, a blog article from the other day about sh showing or sharing our insecurities, being vulnerable, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, uh, sharing our imperfections. Uh, we, we tend tend not to do that that much. And growing up, that was something that I held close to me. I didn't want to share my failures. I was a, I had a huge, huge fear of failure <clears throat> um, and, and wanted to be perfect. Uh, I didn't want to show my weaknesses because, you know, if you, if you share your weaknesses, that is, that is a weakness. Um, you know, as, as a male, you, you know, and it's funny, you know, Robin and I were talking about this, I think on our walk this morning about the whole, you know, be a man, you know, be tough. You got to be a man. You got to be tough and don't be, you know, that P word, that W word, you know, a wussy or, or even stronger vernacular. <clears throat> um, and I think we as a culture put, put others in that position when, when we do share those weaknesses, you know, I shared this story as, as I started to become more comfortable sharing my vulnerabilities and sharing my weaknesses, if you will, um, it, it got me more comfortable sharing the story, sharing those things. Uh, it gave permission to those that I was sharing with, uh, gave them comfort and confidence and, and courage to share their weaknesses um, and, and kind of own, own those weaknesses because we're not perfect. There's things that we are good at and there's things that we suck at uh, and typically there's things that we suck at that we end up getting good at because we 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 work at those things and all these hey, that could be any weakness um, I, I think it could be any weakness really depending on how we define weaknesses and that's kind of where I want to start this off is because you know <clears throat> what what's a weakness and, and and what do we define as a weakness um, when when this article that was written by Timothy Deal. I think that's, yeah, Timothy Deal. Um, the first thing he points on is, is failure. And the first sentence underneath there is we hate failure. We all hate failure. And I, 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 I stopped at that one because I, now I don't, you know, now after going through transition and transformation over the years, I've, I've, I wouldn't necessarily say I love failure, but I've accepted it. Uh, definitely acknowledge it, acknowledge it, acknowledge it, and realize that's that's part of growth. Um, I realized that I failed way, way, way more than I've succeeded, quote unquote, bunny years succeeded. Um, that's interesting too. Circling back on that, it's I think it's for me it's easier to define failure than it is to define success. Uh, just because I think I think failure is incredibly important for us going through our journey to grow, to become better. And I think that's what this is all about is being able to become better, to own our weaknesses, acknowledge our weaknesses, have the courage to fail and fail often. Um, there's a there's a John Maxwell quote in here talking about fail early, fail often, but always fail forward. I think as we fail, I believe we when we fail and we grow from that or learn from that failure, we are failing forward. We're, we're, we're figuring things out. Um, you know, when we try something new and try a new skill, we're going to, we're going to be bad at it just because that's the, it's new to us. Um, 
and and that kind of leads me down to to number three. We'll, we'll circle back to two, but number three on here is uncertainty. Um, you know, that's something thing. That's something that I have a real struggle with. Um, uncertainty, um, acknowledging what we don't know, uh, and I don't I don't have a problem. Uh, I don't have a problem acknowledging something that I don't know within the realm of, uh, I guess, education, you know, if, uh, or, or a skill, you know, I don't know how to speak Italian, you know, I don't know how to uh, change a filter out of my pool, pool filter, um, you know, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that I don't know how to do. Um, and there's a, there's a lot of things I don't know. Uh, that's the whole point of going out and failing is to learn these things, to embrace those failures to learn. And I think the only way we can really learn and grow is by going out and trying things, trying new things, trying different things, becoming uncomfortable um, in order for us to learn and grow. And the more we, the more we go through that process, the more we, the more those uncertain things become certain, if that makes, if that makes sense. Um, but there's, there, there is some uncertainty that really, I guess, I guess I could say it, it scares me. Uh, I don't, I think scare, scares is a, is a uh, strong word, but it definitely makes me uncomfortable. And, you know, my wife and I, and she's probably, Robin's probably uh, tired of hearing me say it, but, you know, I got this injury with my knee and, kind of working through it and there's that uncertainty if if when I'm through this process how will that knee be well I'm going to am I going to be we had this conversation before am I going to be that same runner that person am I going to be able to do the same things that I was doing prior running the ultra marathons I believe I will just the way things are progressing you know but there's that level of uncertainty right there is this new career uh, career choice that I made to jump jump over and join some of my partners at another company, and it's kind of a startup, and we're trying to rebuild it. So there's uncertainty there, and that's that's kind of the uncertainty that that uh, I think bothers me the most, just because you know you go from again, it's interesting, you go from something that you know and you're comfortable with, right, and then circumstances create that change and cause us to be uncomfortable, cause us to be uncertain in um, that lack of control, right? There is that big word, that lack of control um, bothers the hell out of me, you know, because, you know, I think we all like being in control. Uh, and it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's scary. And I think it all comes down to going back to number one, that failure you know, um, but then when you start peeling back those layers, as I, I do, and this is something I think about these things consistently and constantly is you peel back those, those layers and, um, okay, well, what if, what is, what's, you know, what's the worst case in these situations? You know, if I, if I'm not able to run again, or this, this, uh, venture fails, um, you know, it, it's it, it, how big of a deal is it really? I mean, yeah, but, but we went out and tried it. We we 
we made an attempt to do it. We, even though we were <laughs> uncertain and we were afraid of failing, uh, and uh, we we were gonna go and try something new and suck at it at the beginning, and and, and maybe not be good at it we still did it anyway and that that's that's where that growth that's where courage comes into play there's a great quote by i think it's a lot of people are credited with it but it, it it's with respect to you know true courage is being afraid and doing it anyway you know bravery um bravery is is not necessarily being fearless it's it's being afraid and doing that task anyway or taking on that adventure anyway uh, so that's kind of what I'm getting from, from all this. There's, and they're all inter, inter, integrated, right? Failure and uncertainty uh, are integrated. We, 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 we don't, we, we tend to hesitate to do something new, to try something new because we're uncertain, we're uncertain on whether or not we're going to be good at it. And when we're not, and we fall flat on our face, are we afraid of the ridicule and the judgment from it? I think, I think, yeah, there's, there's definitely some components to that. Uh, But over the years, you know, for me personally, over the years, I've gotten better at not necessarily being too concerned of, of falling on my face and and getting judged for it. Um, I think, I think more of the fears for me and, and uh, the, uh, the, the, I guess, yeah, the fears for me from the failure perspective and the uncertainty perspective is, you know, am, am I being the best version of myself for my wife and my kids, for my family? Am I showing up and doing the things that I need to do to um, provide uh, the lessons, you know, provide the opportunities for them to learn, for them to grow. Am I being the best father that I can be? Am I being the best husband that I can be at particular times to uh, lead by example? Uh, and I know the answer is no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing the best that I can do at all times. But there's certainly times that I'm doing pretty. Good. I think I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm doing pretty well. So. I think that's where that I get, I get fearful the most, you know, am I making the right choices for the best interests of my family to lead them, to educate them, to provide them with the knowledge, skills, and tools they're going to need to, to figure it out themselves. And, um, that's where a lot of my head goes a lot with regards to failure and uncertainty. The other one, and I'll take a little sip here. The, the the second of the three, they talk about grief um, and grief being really around loss. Uh, and it, it was interesting. There was a there was a pretty cool uh, quote or, or a sentence here that he he integrated with with grief and loss. And the full sentence is to grieve is to acknowledge loss. So to grieve is to acknowledge loss. You lost something. You know, the first thing that comes to mind is you know death, death, and losing a loved one. And the second part of that is it's to admit we didn't have the strength to hold everything together. So, and I, I found that interesting because you know 
how often do we not, you know, have our shit together? I mean, it seems like more often than not, and I'm, I'm sure over the course of the last year, there's been, there's been a lot of folks that have felt that they, they didn't have their, their shit together. Um, a, a lot of chaos, a lot of change, a lot of un- <laughs> uncertainty, um, a lot of, in a sense, failure, right? Uh, a lot of sense failure and not in some instances, maybe not necessarily caused by our own choices, uh, which, which kind of makes it even harder to, to, to deal with that loss. And you talk about the grief here, you know, um, there's, there's losing loved ones and losing family and friends, right. Losing life, the, the loss of life, but there's also the loss of, you know, businesses, uh, loss of homes. There's, there's loss of relationships. Um, you know, there's loss of finances and loss of a job, you know, all these things. So there's all those, those components that can make up, uh, reasons to grieve. Uh, and you I mean, think about it in those situations, you know, take for losing your job, for example, you know, in that situation, it's, it's certainly fair to think that you don't have your shit together. Right. And when, when we start thinking about the loss of a job and not having our stuff together, there's that uncertainty. If we're going to, we're going to find a job now, there's, there's maybe thoughts about, Oh my God, I lost my job. Why did I fail? How did I fail? What could I have done better? And our, our minds, our minds go all over the place with respect to, you know, the, the failure, the grief and the uncertainty. And it could be, it could be, uh, it could be a rabbit hole and a snowball effect to, to lead you down to areas, um, but you don't want to go down and, and shouldn't go down, but it's, it's, it's all, I think it's all normal. It's all normal thoughts. Um, it's all natural. You know, I love that uh, Eugene Levy from uh, American Pie movies. It's all perfectly normal and natural. It's a part of life. Uh, but you know, I, I think what what we as a society and a culture are very good at is, you know, acknowledging failures, acknowledging the grief, and acknowledging that uncertainty and learning from it and growing from it. I mean, I think, I think, I think the human race is, is pretty good at that. I think American culture is good at that, um, to keep moving forward. We have, you know, we have that persistency, uh, the ability to continue to show up, um, you know, and, and that, that resilience to be, be able to be strong and continue to move forward. You know, and that's, that's kind of the, the messages I'm trying to send to my family and, and, you know, those I work with that, um, you know, accepting, excuse me, acknowledging there's, there's going to be failure, you know, uh, there's going to be grief. There's going to be uncertainty. And it's really no, no matter what we do. And there should be, there, there should be failure. There should be loss. There should be, uh, uh, us getting out of our comfort zone, taking those risks, you know, and, and overcoming and overcoming those risks, um, moving forward, um, dealing, sharing those, sharing those weaknesses, you know, digging deep, you know, asking yourself those tough questions. Uh, and, and, you know, what am I not good at? 
And is that something that I want to be good at? And is that aligned with uh, who I want to become? And if if this weakness that I have is something that I need to face and embrace and tackle and overcome to get me on the right path, then how 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 much different are you going to be taking on that task at the at the the outset you know when we were walking this morning with when I was walking this morning with my wife it was a conversation we were having you know you know, with with my injury yeah sure I guess there's there's if I never did the things that I did to got me to the situation I am with my injury if I chose to do different things and take a different path yeah I wouldn't have the injury maybe I don't know can't contemplate that but as I I'm accepting it right and going through the things that I believe we need to go through for me to get better not knowing what that means but and it could it could mean that who knows I, I, I never run an ultra again but it could mean that I come out on the other side as a better in a better situation um, that I was before and it could mean that I don't run another ultra again but that could also mean I'm still in a better spot than I was before just might not necessarily be with that uh, that uh, hobby that I love to do it just might be an opportunity for me to learn a different skill and it's hard to think that way sometimes Um, it's hard to think that way sometimes when we're in the moment and we're dealing with that uncertainty or that grief or that failure. It's hard to process those thoughts and think to the other side. And and maybe it's not a good idea to think about the, the other side. Maybe it's a good idea to just sit there in that moment and acknowledge that moment and accept that moment and deal with that moment and embrace it. Because that that right there, that's a weak point. When we're when we're dealing with you know these three items in any way, shape or form, in some instances we're dealing with all three of them at the same time to uh, to just live in live in that you know live in live in that weakness because um i know that i know that it's incredibly uncomfortable and you know you you want to you want to do everything you want and can to get through it to move beyond it uh and sometimes it's just um you know living in it and and dealing with it and admitting that we're we're in we're in a we don't have our shit together, and that's okay. That's okay. And being able to admit that, own it, and then move forward through it. I mean, I think that's really powerful. I think that's incredibly powerful for us. Uh, hard. It's hard. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to be honest about what scares you. Um, it's hard to admit what scares you. Um, and you know, these are these are some things that are scary. You know, uh, uncertainty is scary. Loss is scary. Failure is scary. Um, it, it certainly can be. Um, but that doesn't mean we can't continue to progress forward even if we are scared. And I think that's the message here with that quote. I think that's great. And you know, that's kind of where I want to tie, tie a little ribbon on this, that uh, you know, these, these are all things that we're going to 
deal with and our kids are going to deal with and our grandkids are going to deal with. And it's, 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 this kind of stuff doesn't go away. You know, uh, once you, once you dealt with failure once, it's not like, okay, I, I'm, I'm done with it. Now I'm an expert at it and I can manage it. No, because it's going to continue and it, it should continue because you're just going to con- continue to learn grief the same way. We're going to consistently have to deal with loss and uncertainty. I mean, how we've been living in an uncertain a really uncertain world. I mean, I'm stepping back on that. I'm hesitating because even before the pandemic, things were uncertain. There was a lot of uncertainty in the world in our own personal lives. You know, I mean, you think about it, each day is filled with uncertainty. Um, but now even more so. I mean, I think things are improving. But, um, you know, I've been in a bunch of conversations throughout each day talking about, you know, how do we plan for that next crisis? You know, what should, when we're talking to clients or we're talking to, to folks, you know, what can we do to educate one another to prepare for that next crisis? Um, you know, and, you know, Brian always says, it's just always great to have a plan until you get punched in the face. But that's, that's the thing, right? Because no matter how much we plan, we, no matter how much we prepare for that quote unquote next crisis, there's always going to be uncertainty. There's always going to be something coming around the corner that we that we were not prepared for, and you know that's something that I that I need to work on. That's a weakness of mine because I'm always trying to prepare for that next turn, that next decision, that next choice. And I think the more I kind of am able to let go of that and focus on the present moment and what's right in front of me, not necessarily deciding on whether to turn left or turn right. I think that's going to help me better navigate that uncertainty because it's, if you're not, I don't, I think if you're not looking ahead, you're not necessarily thinking about the uncertainty that's going to come with it. But if you're, if you're, if you're focused on the now, you know, you know that's certain because you're dealing with it right now. You know what's right in front of you. You you have control over it to a degree, and you know what's like I said, certain. So that's something I wanted to share with you guys. Um, it was a solo adventure today. Hopefully, Brian's making some great progress still. Um, and looking like he might get there probably. Hopefully, hopefully tomorrow tomorrow night. So uh, I want to give a shout out to him. Um, uh, and Cindy and the kiddos, safe travels to you guys. Thanks again to Time on the Trails. Um, thanks again for uh, the Athletic Brewing, supplying some uh, tasty uh, uh, sips this evening. And I want to say a thank you to all you folks uh, uh, tuning in. Um, we're thinking about doing uh, doing something a little bit different next week. We're gonna we're gonna test some things out. Maybe maybe some video involved. I, I don't know. We're gonna see. How uh, if the you know my co-pilot over there Brian and I could put our heads together to figure figure this out? It's a perfect example. We're we're talking about going into trying something new with the podcast and maybe incorporating video. So we're doing something uncertain. We're taking a risk. Very likely you're gonna. It's not very likely. We will definitely fail multiple times before we get this going. But I guarantee you, we'll be able to figure it out and get it going. And it possible it just may be possible that you guys out there might be able to see our ugly mugs during these podcasts as we're sipping on beers and talking about all things ultra so thanks for tuning in guys go have a great night have a wonderful weekend and we'll talk to you soon
Much love to everybody out there.